On this episode, we talk Twitch, Mike Tyson's punch out, and Zelda. But it's not a video game show. Gary Vay, Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 131 of the Ask Gary V Show. First, I want to say, Sid, I love you. This is it for the summer. I'm actually devastated that you're leaving. Uh, so thanks for being here uh, for the summer. I want to say that uh, uh, the golden era is over, and we are now going into the dark ages. Uh, and uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm uh, I'm about to spend a lot of time with my family. So the show, uh, the show. Uh, will be um, a little more infrequent here towards uh, the end of August into through Labor Day. So you're going to realize how much you love this thing. Uh, you know the heart grows fonder, Steve. Uh, you know, uh, Steve and I and the people at Wine Library have been working. Flip it, Steve. Uh, uh, we are working hardcore. D-Rock, you don't have to zoom in. Let's make an image for it overlaying so it looks better. See, much easier. Uh, at Wine Deals on Instagram. The only way to buy wine. In America, period. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So, no, we're hacking, you know, uh, I'm excited for this being a business context show. First of all, if you love wine at all or into it or buy wine at the supermarket, you should check it out because we're being ridiculous. I'll be very transparent with you. The first 100 days of deals are going to be much, much better than later on because I'm trying to win early on. So it's getting great. That shot off the pop thing you bought was sick. Yeah. Number two, I'm going to be able to, and I'm learning in real time. Remember, the thing I take the most pride in is I'm a practitioner. We are learning a ton about Instagram commerce and I'll be sharing those things with you. It might be a good idea to ask questions about Instagram commerce going forward. Uh, India, uh, you and I were just talking before we started the show about rounding out and finishing up the Ask Gary V book. So we're gonna be coming to you on Facebook and Instagram on the feed to ask questions around certain categories. So you'll be seeing that shortly. That's exciting. Very exciting. Uh, yesterday we spoke in Hoboken. That was a good talk, right? That was great. Was there some new stuff? Oh, I don't have time. I don't have money. Woe is me. There's a couple of different things. I mean, it's always the same, yeah. but stop watching f-ing entire seasons of f-ing, you know, House of Cards. There was oh, some stuff. Was, you were very fired up. I don't give a fuck. I was, right? Yeah, oh yeah. D-Rock, we got some good stuff for footage, right? <laughs> Literally, like really? Like you've got time for Angry Birds and you're complaining? Get the f- out of here. Awesome. So, all right, India. Uh, what else did I want? To, oh, oh! I need to give a. Sh- I need to do some uh, right hooking for my homies at uh, VaynerMedia, South by Southwest. This will be the first time that I'm not the only one speaking. A bunch of the VaynerMedia people have submitted panels, but they need vote. See, unlike me, who's a boss, let um, right say it with me. Uh, let's do it, boss together. Say boss. Okay. Uh, <laughs> unlike me, who just gets slotted in because I can draw. These characters at Vayner need some votes <laughs> to actually get their panel selected, right? So DRock, let's link it up uh, uh, for them in Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget, because you forgot the Facebook link the other day. Yes? Uh, nice. Okay, thank you, DRock. Uh, don't forget the links. Uh, when you're editing and watching, you should just, oh, but anyway. Uh, and uh, and uh, so what do we have, like three or four different panels, right? Three panels. Yeah, so. You're good. great. You should vote for Vayner because the panels are going to be amazing. Yeah, so I would appreciate it. That will make them really feel happy. They've been asking me for a little love. Can you tweet? No, I'm not going to tweet. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to activate the Vayner Nation. 
Uh, and so I know you guys will come through for them. And so I, that means a lot to me. If I had the like, emoji that does this right here, I would do that. Um, my Snapchat game. My snap. As a matter of fact, you know what? Let's do it in real time. Uh, my let's see. This was a clever kind of content play. My Snapchat game is. Uh, my Snapchat game is really leveling up. Sid, Andrew, India, Steve. So I'm enjoying that. The Snapchat stuff has been fun. Um, and that's it. That's kind of my roundup to start the show. Plastic. Plastic. Oh, thank you. Yes, you know, I don't know if you like cool stickers on laptops. Clearly, Stunwin does. Uh, but this might be a very good thing to go check out. A lot of you are taking advantage of that. A bunch of you are just not smart enough to take advantage of it. Uh, I, I, I laugh and mock your intellect. Um, and so, that's that. And so, all right, India. Let's get into the show. The show. Trying some new things. Uh, gotta mix it up, right? <laughs> Terrell asks, how would you manage pro bono work versus getting paid as a startup? Or how do you draw the line between the two? I think, I think the question, uh, I think what I'm getting from it is, you know, where, where, how do you manage the people asking you to do stuff on spec? And you know, it's funny, we've had some conversations through I'm a fan of spec because I think it, it's a gateway drug into, into showing work. When you're at zero, when you have no track record, when you have no leverage, Spec is a tremendous opportunity. It's your at bat. And, and, and so where spec has always been interesting is in design work or other things of that nature. Anytime I even allude to a spec interplay on Twitter, I get attacked, right? Like if I want free t-shirts, like for the Great Wall of Wine deals, like right out stickers, like why don't you pay for them? I'm thrilled to pay. As a matter of fact, in my later years, aka the last three years, I've learned actually I'd rather pay than what I deal with when somebody gives you like a sticker for free and they want like, eight, you know, like, so I'm into paying. Um, I actually look, I actually, when I do these spec things, look at it as the first opportunity to somebody to have an opportunity, like to have an at bat to like change the course of their game. We've alluded to this question and answer with, with D Rock in the past, like, this is just real to me. So, uh, where you draw the line is when you stop thinking it brings you value. By the way, nobody's forcing you into doing pro bono work. Hey, DRock, you want to make a film with me? You should do it. I'm not going to pay you. You should do it. I didn't force him. Like, you know, that's on you. So, this notion of pro bono work being like some sort of forced behavior that like the rich are forcing the poor to do this work in a world where you should always do everything predicated on what brings you value, including when you bring other people value. See, the dirty little secret is, for me, this 5149 thing where I want to do all these things, it makes me feel good. It might not make me more money, it makes me feel good. It's a selfish act. People say that, you know, you hear it's like, oh, it's a selfless act. Like, I understand. I like the way it feels. And so, you know, your pro bono work might be because you want to use it as a gateway drug to business opportunities in the future, or you just might like the way it feels. That's on you. But, you know, business is simple, and this is a business show in the scheme of things, so I, I expect this is to be where you're coming from. Look, you have to ask. You can't be scared to ask for money. You have to ask, and you have to price yourself, and you have to price yourself in a way that makes you feel good. And so whether that's $100 an hour, $500 an hour, and the other thing I would tell you is let the market say no. I think a lot of people are too scared to go too high, and we talked about this on another show not too long ago, like, you know, uh, just ask for the money and go as high as you possibly can. They can always say no. They're not, you're never gonna say it's gonna cost you $500 for the, 
your art, you know, or anything. Five hundred dollars for your voiceover work's done. On, you know, I want a hundred dollars an hour. Nobody's gonna say, "Cool, we're gonna give you one twenty-five." And so, you know, you're better off saying two hundred. Like, ah, we'll give you one twenty, and you're like, "Yes, I only wanted a hundred. Thanks, Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? I was tickled by that. Yeah. Such a stun one word. Oh, India, we are idiots. We forgot our shirts. But good job picking up on what I was referring to. You are pissing me off, India. I told you yesterday, do not forget. You just were like. We were going to wear our show t-shirts. I don't know. I don't even know my boxes, but it was going to be you wearing it that was going to remind me. I know, Sid, you want to go and get it, but don't worry about it. Let's keep going. Nope. Sid, you sit here. Let's go. <laughs> Green Talk asks, I noticed at NJ Tech that your staff was really young. I didn't see anybody over 40 surrounding you. Why? Well, India's actually 44. She just looks phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, so there's that. Uh, you know, yeah, my, my staff is young. Uh, you know, I think I, I get uh, uh, value out of mentoring, though I'm mentoring a lot of people now that are, are in their 30s and 40s and 50s. I, I, yeah, my team happens to be young. I'm not really... I'm more than open to hiring anybody, uh, race, credence, you know, like anything. I just, it just hasn't happened. The company's young. I mean, like, you know, like, you know, look, it's kind of one of these things like um, stereotypes. There's some truth to it. Look, I mean, this company started doing social media marketing in 2009, 10, 11. Like, the 60-year-olds weren't rolling in, you know? And so, um, you know, I just, you know, I think a lot of people uh, overthink these things, meaning like, you know, for example, a lot, of people, a lot of people around me are always like, wanting me to stage things for photos, for interviews, for on my team, you know, like all this stuff. Like, I'm aware that India's the female on my team. Like, I'm aware of stuff. Like, I'm aware of everything. Like, I just also think authenticity rules. And so, um, you know, to answer, I'm answering your question in the question that's the broader question. You know, I'm pumped to have anybody on my team. I'm, Listen, and they will all test this. I love standing in front of the company and saying, "Look, I'm 39. I'm the old man on the team. I'm better at social media than all of you." Like, I'm not. I don't. I truly believe that. Like, I don't prejudge uh, on age, sex, where you're from. Well, actually, I do judge a little bit from where you're from. Meaning, if you're from the streets, I do value you more. I do like a little bit of the grind and the hustle. Uh, it's an absolute truth. I, it's so funny. The true one place where I think more than the cliche things of age or sex or race, where I'm a little prejudiced is I like, I, I value the streets. I just do. I, I, and the streets, aka just struggling. I just, I, I'm a fan of it. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's just, it's been the serendipity of it. You know, the, the team has been built from people Almost uh, a little bit less, actually. So that's not true. Like, India and Steve were here, uh, and I guess I guess the rest of the team. So four were Zach was hired for. So yeah. So yeah, it's an interesting thought. Like I'm I'm into it. I uh, I'm super into it. Apply. <laughs> Doc Sheldon might. I love Doc. Valentina. You know Doc is hardcore early wine library. Do you remember with Doc and wine library? Yeah, Doc is the man. Valentina asks. What's the next big move for Facebook to keep its content creators from switching over if Facebook starts sharing its revenue too? I don't think there's a move for it being either or. I think all YouTube stars will be on both. And I think in two years there'll be people that come from Facebook and I'm actually thinking about betting more on YouTube lately in a weird way. And I feel like like I went like I'm and D Rock made a face. It's because 
you know, I'm a, I feel like I understand what I want to do rhythm-wise in Facebook and like from an ad targeting and from a content standpoint and like, I'm like, huh, I'd like to under, like, the, you know, YouTube's easy. There's a lot of people who've already achieved it. There's like, it's like uh, this wonderful gal who's gonna be, who I met in LA that you guys are gonna talk to about the Facebook groups. She's been jamming on it for seven years. That's established. I have, like, it's actually fun to go into something established because there's some sort of blueprint and you can just jam on it. Um, so uh, I think that, uh, I think that uh, uh, YouTube will lose some of its stars to sharing on Facebook because it's about reach. The reason YouTube stars like being on television even though they're digital natives is it's just more awareness. Like that's, if you're a YouTube star, that's what you want. <laughs> like you want more people watching you, right? And there's a lot of eyeballs on Facebook and when these YouTube stars stop getting romantic about YouTube and being sad and realize how targeted they can be on who they reach on Facebook, they will be a coming. And so it's not gonna be about what they can do. And look, then you get into a networks war. Like, the platforms are becoming the networks. The internet is the whole pipe, and then there's the platforms that are the networks. So imagine YouTube and, and Facebook and Snapchat, like NBC, Fox, and CBS. You can do something about it, YouTube. You're gonna have to pay Schmoody Pie, you know, a trillion dollars to stay exclusive. So that's gonna be very interesting. I know it's pretty bad. Yeah. I'm having fun. Ooh, video. Hey Gary, this is Dan from FanView here. I hope I make the cut to the golden age of the Ask Gary V show with this format and my question. Um, my question to you is if you believe that sports teams will begin to use the rich data from the influencer market, all the companies that are coming up with amazing stats around athletes, to use that data to start to play marketing money ball with their teams. Love to hear your thoughts on that. Thank you for giving back. Peace. Marketing money ball, right? Yes. Will, will sports teams use data to make better marketing decisions? Yes. And I, and I know that I'm like kind of keeping it basic, but like, first of all, cool ass video. Second of all, very basic question, meaning all of marketing will use data to make better decisions. Moneyball is the notion of using data in baseball. Data is gonna be used in every part of our world, everywhere, forever. Marketing happens to be one of them. Dating is, you know, like if you think about like, like oh, anyway. Dating will be one of them. A lot of things, a lot of things will be that way. And so I think that data will be overlaid across everything. Uh, and, and marketing is actually already here and there are teams doing it already. And we've done stuff like that for the Jets and the Dolphins already, so yes. Joe asks, can you explain to my 13-year-old son that Meerkat and Periscope are dominating streaming while Twitch is being left in the dust? Joe, I can't do that, my friend. I actually think your 13-year-old's got your number here, my friend. So Twitch, which plays in the eSports kind of realm, uh, in my opinion, is dramatically bigger than Meerkat and Periscope, um, where, uh, they have figured out their content very easily, which is, it is now a foregone conclusion that millions of people will sit for trillions of hours and watch other people game. That is done, it's over. Now we are in the beginning stages of that 100%, meaning in 20 years, more people will watch the eSports championship than the World Series, and it may not even be close. 
So, you know, uh, I think your 13-year-old's got your number, mister. Uh, now, will there be personalities that break out on Periscope, Meerkat, Facebook Live, and have real great things happen? Absolutely. But Twitch, you know, it's a concise value prop. Um, and so, it's kind of like ESPN versus NBC. NBC's at the mercy of original content and stars breaking through because they can go anywhere, AKA Meerkat and Periscope. Twitch is very full down into this is the value prop and it's a big space a la ESPN, like people like sports. It's got its niche, it's there. I, I actually think he's got you cooked. It's actually not even close. I think your 13 year old punked you in the face. <laughs> what do you think, Steve? You, you, you expressed it about as well as I could have hoped for. Good. You watch a lot of? I watch more Twitch than any other online media, bar none. How many hours a week? Oh God! If I tell you that, you'd fire me, wouldn't you? Go ahead. No, I mean, tell I, the I, truth. Like when I tell the truth, I'm really, I'm really curious. I, it's on things. It's on my second monitor, like just as like somebody. Leaves Stop hedging, Steve. I don't know, but maybe a, an hour a night, two hours a night, probably. Uh, it's on I'm my kidding. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. By the way, it's pretty amazing, though, guys. Esport. I, I, I am. You know, in my venture capital behavior, esports is now at the top. I'm, I'm a big fan, so. Anyway, good show. I like this new, like, this is a new era, as we know. And that, are we gonna era all these, I don't wanna do, no more era. We'll never say the word era again. Era. Share monster. Just kidding. Okay, question of the day. What is your all-time favorite video game, non-mobile games, that's a whole nother space, I actually think that's gonna be a thing, but video game, council. Classic, not even PC, which is considered much more respectful, but I'm an average gamer type of guy. You know, like Nintendo, Second Genesis, you know, that kind of stuff. All, India, what's your all-time favorite video game? Mm, probably, probably Ocarina of Time on the N64. Very nice. Drew? NBA hang time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> on what? Nintendo. Got it. On N- Nintendo, what? You mean Nintendo 64? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're so young. You think young. you think Nintendo 64 well, is Nintendo? No. You disgust no, I me. Call it Sid. <laughs> FIFA. On. Station. What year? The current one. Okay. Stun was a good one. On it has to be on console though. Yes. On yes. Ocarina of Time. What India said. Wow. The Citizen Kane of video games. Wow, I, I know it's super respected. I've seen a little, remember, I'm this, I used to buy these games at garage sales and flip them, so I've got a good understanding, which leads me to my answer, which is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. It's just, it was such a, that Christmas, and Hanukkah was early that year, so I had it first. It was like, you keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them.